Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Oh, oh, check it out. Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes uh, Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies The, the back, back of the, the club, club. sipping my wet is where you find me what? The back of the club, macking yeah. holes, my crew's behind me uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music blasting But I just can't yeah. quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep <laughs> with right. Sleep with, keep the epic secret, why not? Uh, why blow up my spot? Cause we both got hot, now check it I got more Mac than Craig and in the bed uh, Believe me sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy No need to be greedy, I got mad friends with Benzes See notes by the layers, true fucking players Good evening, welcome to episode 12 of Bad Parenting Podcast I'm Justin I'm Jody Hi, wake up Hi <laughs> Alright, well that, that was a delayed reaction, babe What was that about? You, I was reading. You were zoning. I was zoning. You were zoning out. Little bit, yeah. Little bit. Yeah. All right. So we are finally back in action. I would say, like fully, like actually, you know, feeling good. Except anybody who's listening to my voice right now. No, no. Okay. No, that's not what I meant. I meant like you've got a, a sinus thing going on, which yeah. is it sucks, but. Ultimately, it's not like, you know, the end I'm of the world. not dying. Yeah, you're not dying, and also you're not, uh, what's the word for it? Yeah, you're not dying, I guess. That's, yeah. that's the best way we can describe it, so that's that's a plus. Because for a while there, we were not feeling so awesome about things. Yeah. Eh. So. And of course, we had to cut last week's episode short due to the, uh, vomiting, the yes. vomit experience. Yes. That, was, that, that was awesome. Um... That was another Trent throwing up hardcore. Yeah, that was that was a lovely little little. Uh, uh, there was nothing lovely about it. That fucking sucked. <laughs> so I don't know who I'm trying to fool there. That was that was pretty horrible. So I'm not even going to try to joke about that. Yeah. So sorry about the short episode. <laughs> but there was no way I was going back out here to do, to do a podcast when I was recovering from being thrown up upon yeah no and i I don't nobody's gonna hit on you for that but it may have been premature to call last week uh, a a victory as far as being past the sickness because yeah we were clearly we were not we were not (laughs) and this week has just been a trial of errors so that's 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 been great um Oh, what has happened this week so far? Let's see here. We, I, I, I was actually going to announce this in the last show, but didn't get to it because of previously said vomitron experience. But I had a staycation this week. I took the week of spring break off to spend it with the kids. Mm-hmm. Had all these grandiose plans of all the awesome shit we were going to go do. Well, I was at work. Well, well, yeah, but that's because I have <laughs> ass loads of PTO built up yeah. from all the, you know. No hard feelings, just that well while yeah. I was at, at yeah. work. Yeah, well, you know. Somebody's got to stay at home and take care of business. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to go out and support your ways. Hey, you know what? If I if we could find a way to make that happen, I would happily be Mr. Mom. You know what? All fucking for it. I think I think that would suit us both. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, I work because I need to, and I work because I need to support my family. But 
I could easily just not and do stuff around here and and yeah, that would be awesome. I'd have so much more time for all my activities. Yeah. <laughs> Unless this week happened like Oh my god. It was cuz Yeah. Uh I don't I mean I can't even put everything that happened into words, but I know that on Thursday you took Trent to the doctor because he start, all of a sudden Well, let's, let's let's back up a little bit here. So I actually took last Friday off. Mhm. And we went and got Trent's pink fist of fury removed. Right. His, his Mjolnir, as we yeah. put it. He was bummed about that. A little I, bit. I think he really missed the fact that he couldn't club his sisters and brother in the head anymore. Um, but it was a victory for us because we finally got that gross, stanky oh ass God. And it's, appendage I mean, off. It still stank for a couple of days. Like yeah. the arm itself had been marinating for <laughs> the- so long. Yeah, you you know how you have like a nice brisket that you marinate <laughs> no, before it, you smoke it? <laughs> His arm had been doing that and just boy funk for three weeks. Boy funk. Mm, and like I said, I, I don't know if we talked about this last no, week or we not, didn't. but they found, I think it eventually ended up being, I think it was actually when you eat Lucky Charms, you have, I guess, the charms, which are the marshmallows. Yeah. And what, the luckies that aren't? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tempe calls it. Yeah, but the cereal part of it, the, mm-hmm. the actual cereal portion of it, one of those was like what's the, what's the petrified it was petrified in his cast <laughs> and the smell was so intense when they cut it open that i've you would think that a person who does that for a living does that for a living wouldn't get panicked but the look <laughs> on his face was of oh my god oh oh oh, oh, uh, oh my god and he quickly grabbed it he's like we're just gonna dispose of this right now and he threw it away real quick and he's like we're just, so we don't stink the place up and then like he like really kind of reefed down the garbage can lid to make sure that it was actually <laughs> attached, attached right. well and that it was Sealing sealed shut. The smell. But that smell wasn't going to be there. Ezra even was like, you know, Ezra's a funky kid. Mm-hmm. And he's a boy, you know, that's just what they do. But even he was kind of like, Ugh. and Trent was just all proud of himself. And they're like, yep, that's right here. Got this. It's, it's coming off this. <laughs> but yeah, so his, his arm had been marinating in this just dead skin, lucky charm petrification, I don't know. You don't want to know what other liquids and salts he got. I'm up in positive there. there was yogurt and Nutella. Yeah. Well, and we know there was some breast milk because yeah. he had dribbled on it a few times after breastfeeding. Yeah, I don't um, think that's so much though. It was more sweat. There's that too. Basically, you you take what was that line from that movie Tangled? You know, there's 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 man smell and then there's, there's really, really bad, bad man, man smell. smell. Overall, yeah. it just reminds me of the color, color brown. brown. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what we went through yeah. at this particular appointment. But it was it was definitely a an achievement because we no longer had to wrap his cast before oh, baths, which was God. a bitch. Uh, side note: a little parenting pro tip: Saran wrap, pla- you know, i.e. Uh, Reynolds or not Reynolds wrap, but they call it Saran wrap or plastic wrap, makes an excellent cast waterproof tight waterproof cast barrier if you're in a pinch as long as you do enough layers yeah so about three is good yeah so we we went through that and that was awesome and then the, you know the weekend started off pretty pretty good um we were all feeling okay we what did we do i don't remember what we did saturday but um or was that the day you and i had the mini meltdown oh that was the day you and me had a big old blowout yeah, yeah we, had the, we had the little mini meltdown of the year yeah um Oh, we cleaned, and I think that's part of what led, uh-huh. led up to it, because you and I don't have the same, similar cleaning styles. No. So we, we, we have to we clean separately. We pretty much have opposite cleaning styles. <laughs> yeah, I like to get shit done. You like to marry Poppins. Bullshit. <laughs> no, you like to randomly get shit done instead of having a clear plan of attack. Or even if your attack plan is clear, it's 
just in eight different directions at once. Like, you want to vacuum the floor when I'm still in the middle of picking the shit up off the floor. But you I want was, to clean, I was unquote, vacuuming in before. a separate room. No, you say that, but every time you've done that, you've started right in the middle of the living room when there's still shit on the floor. And I realize we're going to argue about this on the air, but it pisses me off. I know. Anyway. Love you, babe. <laughs> Love you. So, but no, I mean, so other than that, we were, everything was good. The weekend started out great. Um, but then the kids, so we, we came out of the, the, what we ended up, and I listened back to the episode from last week to make sure it sounded okay. And I think we, holy fucking shit, literally, is mm-hmm. what we ended up labeling this yeah. little, you know, poopocalypse, vomitron experience we had. Mm-hmm. And so we get out of that, we're like, sweet, right out of the woods, only to move into these massive head colds everybody's got. Uh, Trent, Trent got, got one, it first. and then Tempe's got it. And then you, I got, got it, it, but I mine's a whole different level. Well, you, of yours thing. moved into a sinus infection, almost whatnot, immediately because you, you got defective nasal passages. Yeah, um, but that's the story for another time. Uh, Trent moved into a double ear infection, yep. which is why we ended up in the uh, going to the doctor on Thursday. But basically, I had all these plans for last this last week of we were going to go up to this place called Dizzy Castle, in Vancouver. We were going to go do all these things. Then the only thing out of all those plans we achieved was grandma's on Monday, which was great. The kids had a fucking fabulous time. Yeah. And grandma had a fabulous time. And uh, you, I'll just say mom's back. Let me put it that way. She's had her health problems recently and whatnot, but she was on her A game that day. And it was, it was nice to see that again. Cause I haven't seen that for a while. Um, but she, uh, so they had a just a, a great time, and she spoiled the shit out of them, sugared him up the whole night, and it was awesome. And check, check, uh oh, what'd you do? La, la la la, okay, no, it is recording me. Okay, for a second there, I freaked thing that wasn't recording me. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I've been sitting here blabbering on for no reason at all, but no, I, I see my levels now, it's working, okay. Sorry, a little behind the scenes here. I'm using a different recording software platform this week you to try something out. The look of panic. And Hopefully, it comes through on the uh, <laughs> the Google thing that he does. I'm but sure there was a look of the, panic, uh, just unequal. <laughs> like, oh shit, I've been talking and nobody's been hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that hasn't happened before, but hey. <laughs> so yeah, but basically, it's been. So there was that, we got that off, and then Tuesday was my birthday, and I uh-huh. already, my plan for my birthday was nothing. Yeah. I wasn't going to do shit, and the reason why I wasn't going to do shit is because I've done, let's see here, I still think, no, it's, okay, I'm just going to roll with it, it says as I'm recording here, but it, it looks, I, I've got to not, not look at that, it's really, it's just concerning to me. <laughs> if we get to the end of this episode and it hasn't recorded me, I'm going to kill somebody. Okay. Reset. Breathe. No. <laughs> so your birthday is so, that the day I got home early? Tuesday, the twenty fifth. No, I don't remember you getting home early on the no. birthday. No, but it was the day that even though you were feeling your worst as far as your sinus infection and whatnot was going. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, you did get home a little early because you had the doctor's appointment in the morning. Yeah, and ended up taking the rest of the afternoon off. Yep. Yeah, but you still made me dinner, which was awesome. I made you dinner. That was cool. I, I made nachos. Yes, which and no, that that it wasn't her lame attempt to like yeah. you know do something it's easy. What he asked it's for. what I asked for. I asked for some homemade nachos, and they were. Fantabulous, but my birthday plans were to do nothing because mm-hmm. normally a vendor of mine has a training plan for the week of spring break. So every that freaking every year. year because it's easier for the customers to bring their families to these things, which then encourages more people to come. So they think, except for me and my family, because it never works out. It has never worked out once in the last seven or eight years that we've been doing this for you all to come with me because there's always something that goes wrong. Yeah. 
Um, so I end, and of course my birthday falls in that week too. So I end up always being out of town during that time frame, and it's so. This was the first year that they had planned it. They, we had to bump it to April for lots of different reasons. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'd do it. I'm, I'm awesome with that because you know what? It means my ass is staying home. So I just decided to take the whole week of spring break off so that I could, and I think I found my problem. Let's try this. Do, 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 do. That's better. Okay, we'll try that. So we, so I took the week off because I wanted to. I wanted to spend time with the kids. Wanted to be home with the kids. Didn't want to have to go do anything. And I planned that my birthday was going to be nothing. Then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday basically were going to be a, a, a menagerie of different indoor activities because the rain here has been fucking just god awful. Granted, it hasn't been the snow that uh-huh. everybody else seems to be getting, but it's just not been conducive to outdoor activities. So we were going to go. There's this place called Dizzy Castle up in Vancouver, which is this like badass indoor. Kid heaven. Kid heaven where they can just run around and everything's soft and squishy. So even if they do fall, they don't hurt themselves and couldn't do that because the kids got sick. And of course, Wednesday is when Trent was feeling his worst. So we stayed home. I tried to get some things done around here. But of course, if you ever had a sick kid trying to get things done and dealing with sick kids, the two don't go hand in hand at all. And so um, then on Wednesday night, uh, Trent was at his worst with the ear infection. Well, we, we didn't know it was no, an ear infection. Right, until, until after cl- business hours. Yes, the clinic had closed. Everything's done. All of a sudden, he walks up to me and he goes, ear hurt. And he starts tucking on it and goes, ow. And then he starts screaming. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's got an ear infection. So I'm still just really concerned about this. <laughs> because whenever you laugh, it's like all big on the waveform. But when yeah. I do something, hold on, we're going to do a little test here. Sorry if this blows anybody's speakers out. Ah. Uh, now you do something. Uh, <laughs> and there you are. That is straight. Oh, I'm just a tard. Let me try this real quick. Oh, I, won't, I can't do that. I, I think I figured it out. I just got to stop looking at the screen. Stop I'm, looking at the screen. I'm pretty Destiny. sure I've got it. Stop. Just go, go again, with it. If we have to re-record, we re-record. It's yes, all good. So we're just going to. Fair warning. If we re-record, he'll probably be bitchier. I'm <laughs> just saying. Why is that? Because if we have to re-record, you'll be bitchy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Just in general, warning. Um, not that you'd hear this if we... Anyway, whatever. Yes. I'm trapped in a strange time paradox. <laughs> you just went all like Time Lord on us. I did. <laughs> I did. So would this be a... F- no, this would not be a fixed point in time then, would it? No. No, okay. Because then... Cause it's it's something the that could be, it'd be the opposite. Because we could change it because it would... Yeah. yeah, okay. You got it. I do a horrible Doctor Who theme song impression, but you hey, do. it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we've 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 tossed a few back tonight in case anybody couldn't tell. But so yeah, so he, of course he waits till after business hours. Let us know his ear hurts, yeah. and then so, he was in our bed. Yes, he was in our all bed night. all night long and was whining. Not just whining, he was a. I mean, he, and, I, and I, I, I don't blame him for it. He was in pain, but he was just a little pissant. And I was coughing, so every time I coughed, it would wake him up, and then he wouldn't go back to sleep, and then he would hit me. And I don't mean kind of tap me lightly like a baby would do. I mean, full-on punch me in the oh, back yeah. until I acknowledged his presence and how pitiful he was. Mm-hmm. And then I got up and went to work. Yes. And I got up and stayed home with the sick kid. Well, I got up and actually scrambled yeah. to get the kids out the door so we could you give him a doctor's appointment. Got him to the doctor. The doctor had, looked in and took one look in his ear, cringed. She, did, she wasn't even, I mean, literally the, the little scope, mm-hmm. uh, ortoscope, whatever it's called, went into the ear. She brought her eye down and, and her eye went down. She goes, 
And immediately sat back up and was like, yep, yeah, nope, there's no question that that hurts. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. And she kind of like gives him a hug. She's like, that really hurt. Oh, let's look at the other one. That one, not so much, but ooh. And she looked at the other one and she's like, yeah, no, that, that one hurts. So we, he's on a dose, he's on a round of antibiotics and pain medicines and whatnot. Don't you love that doctor? She's awesome. She's just so cuddly yeah, and like she cool. just really treats the babies like her. they're her babies yep. and just like, oh, you Well, what, what I like about her, and I and you've, you had told me this before, but mm-hmm. I never really understood it until I was there. She is your not your quintessential doctor. She doesn't. She doesn't rush to prescribe. She doesn't. She doesn't, she doesn't rush to medicate. Yeah. Basically, she said this type of ear infection would heal faster with antibiotics. But if you don't want to do that, and she's like, my recommendation is not that you have to do this. She's like, I'll write a prescription for both. It's not necessary to give them the antibiotics, but it would make things go faster. But you you do what you need to do because it's not a necessary thing. Whereas most doctors look at that and just they automatically medicate, mm-hmm. which, and we ended up we opted to give him the antibiotics because of the level of pain he was oh, in. Yeah. Had it been less, and had had the reaction not been what it was from her, my 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 fear was that it was so inflamed that we could possibly have it burst. Yeah. So I didn't want to go that route, but I I just appreciate the fact that she's not one of those ones that everything has to be fixed with medicine. Yeah. Because it it doesn't, and that's part of the reason why I hardly ever get sick because I hardly ever medicate. And in the past, when we've had problems with like their digestion and like little mm-hmm. minor things, she's she's always gone the route of here's what you can do to fix it in their diet, in yeah. their you know day to day living, not just write a prescription. Yeah, she's like to patch the band more yogurt or probiotics or you yeah. know she's actually so she's a good mix of everything. She's not just homeopathic. She's not just um. Uh, all about new age medicine. She's she does a nice even keel balance of all of it. Yep, love but, her to death. So, anyways, we I had digress. we got that. So I bring him home. We get the medicine. He's miserable. They put the, uh, the pain killing eardrops in his ears to help alleviate the pain. We get all that done. I get him home. I give him his um, amoxicillin. Then I give him the ibuprofen for the swelling and the pain, which is what she recommended I do. And then he asked for some juice. Me, seeing my kid in misery and pain, wanting to make him feel better, and not quite in my right mind from the lack of sleep the night before, didn't even think twice about it, went and got him some juice and gave him some juice, and then he asked for one of those baby bell cheeses. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at the table, and he eats. He takes one bite of the cheese, and all of a sudden he looks at me, he has this panicked look on his face, he goes, owie, daddy, owie, I'm like, owie, where? He's like, and he points to his belly and starts pointing at it. Owie, owie. And then all of a sudden, it was like watching that scene from Alien right before the thing's about ready to burst out of his chest. His whole stomach starts to ripple. Oh, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, and God. I'm like, we're a good 20, 25 feet from the bathroom, but I know exactly where this is going. So I'm like, I, I, boom, I'm up off the damn chair, out of the chair. I run over, I grab him. I'm hauling ass to the bathroom. At the very least, I'm trying to get away from the carpeted area. <laughs> And as soon as we clear that throw rug we have on our laminate floor in there, and the thing, all of a sudden, I just feel its stomach retch, and it's all over the ground. Oh, God. Just a copious amount of, uh, <laughs> of vomit. And... It, it, and Ezra and Tempe were playing video games, and <laughs> Ezra's just playing the video game, he's like, ew. And he keeps on playing. I'm like, motherfucker, dude, did you not see what just happened? He's like, yeah, I saw what happened. He puked. But he did, still doesn't like do anything i'm like and so i'm still holding the kid as he's still heaving i'm like okay ezra pause the mother and i lost at this point i'm like pause the motherfucker for a second look at me so he hits pauses the game and does his typical what i'm like dude i'm gonna what you in the next fucking week okay i didn't say that but yeah. i wanted to um 
So I had him give me a towel. Oh, and Ezra freaks out about puke. Like, no, actually, he had, no. Oh, he I have, I have, no, this time I have to say, he actually, I said, I need a towel. He said, okay. I'm like, watch where you step because the path to the towels is currently covered in you. <laughs> so step here, step there. I said, I said, better yet, just go upstairs in my closet and grab one of those towels. We'll, we'll figure it out later. So I got the towel on the floor so he, uh, I could step across with the Trent towel because literally he had blocked the path in the yeah. hallway. Uh-huh. So I get the towel laid out. I walk him into the bathroom, get him stripped down, get him the bath started, get him in the bath, make sure he's not heaving anymore, and have Ezra sitting there with him while I am cleaning up the copious amounts of vomit. Get it all cleaned up, get the mop out, mop the floor, get a disinfectant wipe, disinfectant wipe before, forgetting that whatever the combination of chemicals in that are in these disinfectant wipes on our laminate flooring turns into a skating rink. Mm-hmm. It's and the bleach. Whatever it is, when literally you can be wearing those work shoes that are no meant slip. <laughs> the non-slip work shoes that are meant to be like used in greasy ass kitchens, where you could literally be standing in in a puddle of grease, and so a linebacker could hit you and you won't fucking budge. You put these, you you rub a spot in these laminate flooring with these Clorox wipes. You, you have no traction. It doesn't matter. But you you can nail yourself to the floor. You're still gonna slide. <laughs> So I get Trent dressed, get him out back in his jammies. He's doing better. And I'm in the process. And I got a fan out. I'm drying the floor. I'm, and I'm getting ready to go take the trash out so I can get the the absorbing mm-hmm. materials out and into the trash. And he comes hauling ass down the hallway through and hits that wet spot. And both feet go out from underneath him. And he just biffs it hard. And he... and. You know Trent usually recovers from those things oh, fairly yeah, well. Oh, yeah, like no. within a few seconds. No, this was an instantaneous blood-curdling scream. Ow, <laughs> ow, 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 and he wouldn't move. Oh, my God. And then he all then he did the same thing. I'm sure he's probably doing the same thing he did to you when he broke his arm, uh-huh. which was he wouldn't move his left leg. He wouldn't do anything with it. He just he, I went near it. He punched me. He's uh-huh. like, no, no, ow. And so I, I knew he had done something to his foot. I, I hadn't figured out what, but I looked at it. There was no signs of breakage. I let it sit for a little bit. There was no swelling, no mm-hmm. discoloration. No, no discoloration. Nothing that you normally see when you're breaking an appendage. So I figured, okay, we'll let it slide overnight, see what happens. If we still have problems in the morning, we'll get him over to the doctor. Friday, we wake up and he's still just, he won't walk, wouldn't, won't even put weight on it. Every time he wanted to move, he'd up, daddy, up, up. Yeah. And he put his arms in there. And, and so I was his personal bitch. From the couch, from he was in his bed. Daddy up, daddy up. So I had to go in there and get him. I sat on the couch. Then after he was done, he's like, "Okay, I want to eat now." So he tells me he wants to eat. I'm like, "Okay, what do you want?" He's like, "I want oatmeal." I'm like, "Okay." He was like, so I go. To, let's go to the table. He's like, "Up," and he wouldn't. He made me take care of it. So I carried him everywhere that morning. Mm-hmm. And the I was like, "Okay, we're still gonna wipe this out. Cause it still doesn't look broken." I made an appointment with the bone clinic, which had just finished patching up his arm. Yeah. But they couldn't see us till four o'clock that afternoon, which is just a long time to wait. With it was being like that. But I was looking at it. I'm like, okay, well, we'll I'll, if I'll ride this out, and if it gets, if it shows any signs of being horrible, then we'll just go in. And then I, I went to do something with, um, I went to change his diaper, and it just the action of me sliding his pants off sent him into a panic attack. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, just to be on the safe side. I'm taking him in. So I get all the kids loaded up in the car, get them all ready to roll. We get down to the ER. We head to the ER. Get down there and get in. Which side note, Legacy Emanuel Randall's Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna break your kid, take him there. Yeah. If your kids are gonna break themselves, take him there. Yeah. There. If you're as long as your insurance covers it, fucking take him there. Fuck Providence. <laughs> Fuck them and their little. We're awesome. Just 
you know, look at us. We were founded by nuns' asses. They're just, <laughs> they are not as awesome as they claim to be. We literally got in there. They signed us in. I had enough time to take the, ba- the diaper bag off, take my coat off, take the kids' off, coats off, and sit down. And as soon as my ass hit the vinyl of the seat, boom, they called us back there. Trent, let's go back. And mind you, they told me they were slammed and that things were backed up and it was going to take a while. And it literally only took them enough time to actually get my ass in the seat before they called us back there. So take us back. They're like, okay, we got to do x-rays. I'm like, okay, great. We got to go back to the dark room, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Motherfucking technology, bitches. <laughs> Loves me some technology. They have portable x-ray machines uh-huh. ran by portable x-ray techs. Uh-huh. Why hasn't anybody thought of this sooner? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't more hospitals have this? Because they're cheap bastards. They bring the x-ray machine into the room. They have him in the comfy bed instead of on the hard bed that he was on at the urgent care before. And they take the pictures of you know, they take the pictures of his leg in the room and they get to wear badass jackets. Their jackets look like straight out of this video game, Half-Life, <laughs> that we used to play. They got the ginormous fucking radiation symbol on the back. And they're just like cool like fleecy looking jackets but they got to this massive fucking emblem i tried to get a picture of it but the dude moved too quickly he was in and out pretty quick but long story short i'm kind of rambling here so he didn't break his foot it was just a really severe sprain but of course he starts to show signs of improvements after all the expensive shit is done oh yeah after we've been admitted after the nurses have seen him and after the those really really expensive pictures are taken then all of a sudden he can get up and he can kind of hobble on it a little bit and he's okay. I'm like, all right, you little shit. And then they have this toy in the room that he wanted to play with. I'm like, Golden, we got this toy. I'll let you play with it. I'll wait for the doctor. So he, I set him up in this chair because he had to be on a chair to play with it because God forbid he put weight on his ankle. He still wasn't there yet. And he starts playing with it. And it's like one of those little mazes we used to have as a kid where you had a little ball bearing in it and you mm-hmm. had to slide around. Only it was a wheel in the wall and you spun the wheel to get the ball where you wanted to go. Mm-hmm. In this case, the ball was a ladybug. So we get there. He's playing with that. I'm working with him. At this point, we've been there for about an hour and a half, two hours. Tempe's starting to reach her limit of, I'm fucking done. I'm bored. You have me sitting here doing nothing. You should know better than that. Why are you doing this to me? Oh, my God, I hate you. And so she starts freaking out a little bit. Once again, understandably so, but simply because she, you know, she's four. I can't expect you know her to be patient forever. So she starts kind of whining a little bit, and she asked me a question. And so I turn my back, turn around because I didn't understand what she was saying. I said, "What was that, honey?" And I hear the crash thud, kabang, boom, and Trent flip out, and and I hear the crash thud and kabang, and I turn around just in time to see him flip upside down off the chair and land on the his head and back on the floor, and then he loses his shit. So I pick him up and I grab him and I start checking him out. I'm looking at his eyes, looking for pupil dilation, checking, you know, looking at his head, making sure there's no signs of, it, you know, either it going in or puffing out. All the normal shit you check for to make sure your kid hasn't like permanently just fucking fried their brain by an impact. And he's of course catawall because it fucking hurt, and I understand that. And he's going on and on and on. And one of the ma- nurses rushes in. He's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Okay, he fell off the chair. He hit his head. I turned my back for a second. I'm sure you hear that all the time, but really, that's what happened." I, he's like, is he okay? I'm like, I'm checking him out now. He's like, okay, well, I'm here if you need me. And he just stands there. He's like looking at me, and he's like this big buff motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. he's like he's, he's watching. Like you know, I got this, and I got you if you fight. And, and I can see at first he was kind of like you know if you if you cause this, I'm gonna. He almost looked like he was gonna. <laughs> wow. I'm, like, I'm like, and I get that. Yeah. So, but but more, it was more for cons- basically he wanted to make sure Trent was okay 
But in that, if I am the one that caused Trent the pain, he was going to cause me some pain. Yeah. Which I can fully respect. But he wasn't accusatory about it. Right. So that was fine. I, I, I can appreciate that. Totally cool. And after we check him out, we both agree that he's okay. He's like, well, if you need anything, I'm right out here. Just hit the little button. We'll be in a heartbeat. I'm like, cool, no problem. We're, we're good. But this is after like the fifth or sixth time I had to explain how he hurt himself. And it's one of those things that when you when it happens, in, in the process of him puking on the floor, you cleaning up the floor, you mopping it up, cleaning it up the whole nine, he slips in a, in a slick spot, falls, hurts himself. The actual, if you're there and you're part of that experience, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. But trying to explain that to somebody else without sounding like the most horrible parent on the face of the earth. <laughs> I left a wet spot on the floor. It wasn't completely dry or whatever the case was. It was slick. He ran through it. He fell. He twisted his ankle. Luckily, once again, unlike Providence, they're not accusatory at this place. Right. They give the parents the benefit of the doubt unless they see something that... Right. And the whole time I'm thinking, so I let him break his arm. <laughs> then Justin lets him slip and fall on the floor and he hurts his ankle. At what point are they going to start coming to our house unexpectedly? Oh, trust like, me, I, I had I had all the same thoughts too. But once again, that comes back from my dealings with Providence because at Providence you were guilty until proven innocent when it came to kids. Well, and, and we haven't ever talked about this on the show, but I was actually taken away from my mother in the third grade for damn near three months because of a, a miscommunication between discipline and whatnot. So. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I honestly and fervently believe, even looking back on it as an adult, that it was a misappropriation of, of um, you know, power. Power. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, and I get it. They're in a tough spot because if you don't do something and it turns out to be an actual thing, you're fucked. Yeah. But if you do do something and it turns out not to be an actual thing, you're fucked. So you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, I agree. And, and so that I, I fully understand that that can. It can have an effect on the way you, you yeah. handle things, but um, it just, it has always soured me on the whole concept of people getting in your business. Yeah. Like, y- you have to really... Well, and, and, the, and in general, I have a problem with that too, because currently we have a society where a lot of parents, and I, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's a, there's a, a fairly sizable portion of parents that expect society to do the work for them, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Yeah. There's, or they expect, or you get the ultra religious that expect you to bend to their viewpoint, but because their kids aren't allowed to think about boobs or dicks or boobs and dicks or assholes, whatever it is that floats their boat, they're not allowed to think about that because that's naughty in his sight. Yeah. Um, which just creates sexually repressed, people and there's a whole nother plethora of problems there a whole nother podcast right there (laughs) and we're getting really close to that i know know. we keep plugging it and we're getting had we not had this major (laughs) illness thing it probably would have been this week but that's that's another problem um so and my mom just sent me a picture of her dog spooning my dad's pillow that's fantastic (laughs) 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 Uh, i'm gonna leave a little something something here for you but but there is there's there's and there's a huge aspect of people that it if it's offensive or if it's something if it's something that uh 
basically it's 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 the village should raise the child, not the parents. And I'm of the exact opposite viewpoint. I'm the one that decided to get my dick wet. I'm the one that decided to go in unprotected or whatever the case may be. However it happened, I'm the one who took on the responsibility of creating this life. That means it is my responsibility to feed it, to clothe it, to raise it, to bring it nurture to nurture it, to bring it nourishment, to basically to do all these things that you're supposed to do when you create said life. And I will do whatever I have to do within my power to make that happen. I, if I have to work three jobs, I'll work three jobs. If I have to do this, I'll do that. It's just like you, you had to take on a job recently so we can continue to pay bills and do what we need to do. We're doing what we need to do to make sure that we're taking care of our own. We don't rely upon other people. Now, is that to say that if mom offers to watch the kids so you and I can have a night out, are we going to say no? No. Um, but we don't expect everybody else to do our job for us. Right. But there's a strong group of people, or there's a lot of people. Once again, it's not a lot. There's a small group of people, but they're very vocal, vocal <laughs> that don't feel that way. And and sometimes there's my ex included in that, whereas it was an accidental pregnancy or it was this or that or whatever. And uh, just a little bit of a news feed here, people. There is no such thing as an accidental pregnancy. If you're humping it out with somebody and you're not taking precautions or you're not taking all the precautions, you're only doing like, well, she's on the pill. That's good enough. Or he's got a condom. That should be enough. Or I've never, you know, there's all a whole plethora of things. If you're not doing, you know, everything, all the above, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you get pregnant, it's not like, how did that happen? Yeah. And some of these people act clueless. Now, granted, for us, Trent was a quote-unquote accident because these things happen as in he wasn't planned. We yeah. weren't planning on to have another one. We were taking all the precautions, but guess what? Nature will fucking prevail sometimes. <laughs> no, that was, that was not nature. That was some kind of universal destiny fate trifecta no because real, it was just uh it realistically it was my schwarzenegger like sperm we, no we, 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 <laughs> congratulations yes no <laughs> no, no we no we've no. joked about that before i know right? and they have some sort of super i'm scene. just saying we weren't we were bleh. as far as statistically speaking goes statistically speaking we should have been in the clear i'm just saying yes but we weren't like baffled at how this took right. place. I wasn't like, I don't know how I got pregnant. It's not like we've had sex at all, ever. Well, there was a, this is a side note here. There was a comedian in the late 80s, early 90s, and it was one of those things that at the time, I didn't get the joke. <laughs> but when I thought back, when I went back and rewatched this tape, because my dad was one of those people that recorded everything on cable. Whenever, whenever the premium channels came on. Like the free view. Basically, he would, like, ha- he would just tape after tape after tape after tape was in there. And he'd I got re- three days. Yeah, he'd record all of it. So just so we had it. And so there was a lot of, back when like Comedy Central was actually all stand-up channel? comedy. Oh, yeah. It was a paid channel. And, you know, the, the laugh factor, there was a lot of, stand-up was really, really prevalent in the late 80s, early 90s. But this comedian, she was talking about how she had one of her, her friends that drove her batshit fucking crazy because she would always claim, like, she didn't understand how she was getting pregnant. And she's like, I just don't get it. It must be something in the air. And she's like, yeah, honey, your fucking legs. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the reaction I have now. As a child at nine years old, which I wasn't supposed to be watching that tape, I knew that, but... <laughs> 
I digress. You're, I, you're talking to the girl that listened to uh, Robin Williams yeah. ride the Met yeah. on cassette tape. <laughs> and you're looking at the guy who used to play Leisure Suit Larry by asking my mom. <laughs> the, basically, that game had these questions that assumed that if you answered those, if you answer those questions, you had to be of a certain age to be able to answer them. I, on the other hand, socially engineered my mom at the age of seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to figure out all the uh, hubbub was about this game. And so one of the ones was like, well, who was the president and blah, 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 blah. And we hadn't covered that in history yet. So I'm like, I walk out there, Mom, who was the president in like 1964 or whatever the year was? And she's like, oh, that was so-and-so, honey. And no, I'm not saying the president's name because I don't know it. I, I don't remember the year, therefore I don't <laughs> remember the president. So I don't remember how it all lined up. So I'm not going to try to map sure. it out. Plus, I've had, like, once again, I've put a few back. I'm telling you, these friggin' things are awesome. Uh, I can see that. Uh, You've got the habit. You've got the Justin's gonna get lucky look (laughs) on your face later. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. So, but Uh, yeah, so I socially engineered my mom with these questions and I played the Leaf Suit Larry game. So, I mean, there was things I I heard when I was, before I was supposed to, and I'm sure Ezra's done the same. We just found a lot of porn, me and my brother. Well, there was a lot of porn in the house. <laughs> my dad was a truck driver. Yes. My stepdad no. was just had porn. And uh, uh your yeah. stepdad This is public public forum. I'm not gonna trash it, anybody. It, I'm not <laughs> trashing anybody either, but the fact that somebody doesn't put out it's not trashing, it's fucking truth. <laughs> so anyway, there was a lot of I porn mean, there was a lot of porn stashed around at, at any given And moment. this is back in the days when the only form of porn you could get a hold of was the penthouse was, yeah, or the uh, exactly. So I knew a lot of stuff before I should know any stuff. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I remember asking my mom what a muff was. <laughs> I totally not joking. <laughs> oh God, I'm sure that went over like a ton of fucking lead oh, bricks. Oh yeah, like just and my mom's so cool, calm, cool, collected. She's like, "Where did you hear that?" <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, you were saying. Yes, I was saying. So going back to, it's not a mystery as to how these things happen. Right. It's biological. It's pretty simple. There's a very scientific method of your penis (laughs) goes into a vagina. At some point, you squirt the happy juice in there. (laughs) Okay, take that. Going to get lucky tonight and flip it back (laughs) around. This is so not romantic. (laughs) The swimmers make their way up to where they're supposed to. The egg and the sperm meet. Yada, yada, yada. Zygotes, blah, blah, blah. Everything goes together. Boom, pop, done. Nine months later, it comes shooting out of somebody's coochie or through their stomach, depending on how the procedure goes. But so it's not surprising. So these people who claim I was surprised by my pregnancy need to shut the fuck up. Surprised mean they don't. And once again, I want to say surprised by they don't understand how it could have happened. Right. That is a stupid fucking thing to say. Just absolutely retarded. Surprised that the birth control didn't work? Maybe. I mean, if you if you're mm-hmm. no, if you if you're taking a pill religiously every day that says it's a ninety nine point nine percent effective, and you end up pregnant, you could logically look at the pill, back of the pill thing and go bull fucking shit. Yes, but you still play. You rolled the dice. You I played know. a game of craps and you lost because. But I'm still saying still you can call bullshit on ninety nine point nine percent. Granted, there's still that point zero one percent exactly. And his so, name is Trent. <laughs> yes. Which would explain why he's such a, you know, <laughs> balls of the wall. It was a tough sperm that made it through. So, it just, it, And it was one of those very determined ones. So it's just, it kind of explains his personality a little bit. Um, 
But so basically don't you can't rely upon society for these things. You mean like people who let their children out in the middle of the night in their pajamas and expect the neighborhood to wake up and find them? Mm-hmm. Well, are you talking about that kid that went... <laughs> that, that I know. It did, really wasn't that. I mean, no. I honestly don't... I th- it this could have is, happened to anybody. This is the one time that with that story, Trent could do this. Oh, yeah. And that's the part that scares me. I know. It scared me too. And I, I don't mean to, to make light and, and, and for basically, the parents. But it, for those of you who aren't local, there was a three-year-old boy who went missing in up in um, Washington, which is just north of us here. And there was a huge police movement to try to find him, which was awesome. Um, ended up being what happened was uh, the, the particular community it's in, it's a bunch of Pacific Islanders, and they're all very much about keeping to themselves and, and family and taking care of each other. Somebody found the son, the kid wandering around, took him into their house, didn't know where he was from, but rather than go around and start knocking on doors... He just got him warm. Got and- him warm, was taking care of him, was going to wait to the morning until mm-hmm. he could see on the news... And then as he was watching the news, he realized, okay, somebody's reported him missing. Right. Goes out and talks to the cops, turns the kid in, kids reunite the family, everything's good. And basically, doors are locked, everything was okay, yeah. the kid still got out. And I know for a fact Trent knows how to unlock the black backsliding glass door. Yeah. Currently, he's not strong enough to no. open it, but that time's going to come. Yeah. So I've got to figure out another way to we keep that door latched. we got to get a bar thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that particular incident could have happened to anybody, and, and I I don't fault him for that. But the one where my mom found the girl in her diaper wandering oh, on, on that main thoroughfare, that was, there was no excuse for right. that. It was just, I mean, that was... That know. was just inattentive parenting yes. in general. At, at least when it happened to this particular case, it was in the middle of the night, they checked on it on at one, and they checked on him at three, and he was gone. So, so th- sometimes between one and three, he right. got up, go out the door, and, and I, I mean, I can sympathize with that because when my when our nephew stays the night, we check on him about every two hours or so, and if he got it in his head to leave, you know, granted, I don't think he would, but and I don't think he could get out of our particular doors. Mm-hmm. But if it did happen, I mean, that's exactly what would happen. We'd check on him at one, he was there, check on him at three, he'd be gone. And what do you do? You know? Yeah. And that, it was kind of scary. I'm really glad they found him and he was safe. I, well, and I'm really glad that somebody decent found him, found him, mm-hmm. took him in, was taking care of him, and was doing the right thing and wasn't... There's just a lot of wicked shit that goes down in this world and it's glad oh, to yeah. see that for once it didn't go that way. Yeah. So... Like, you mean the wicked shit like razor blades glued to yes. playground equipment? Yes. The, the the thing that was so absurd, you originally thought it was a prank. I did. I honestly thought it was an internet hoax thing because I've seen other, like, acid and the tattoos and... Um, uh, the uh, needles and the apples at the Halloween. The needles and the apples and the um, strawberry-flavored meth <laughs> rock candy. Oh, my God. That pisses me <laughs> off so bad. Um, all that shit. I mean, you hear about it all the time and how, and you're like, oh, that's so fake. And so I saw this thing. I'm like, oh, that's so fake. And then it turned out to be real. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. No. And, and see, that's where I, I, it was the thing about it having HIV on it that threw me over the edge because there well, was, and it wasn't in the news story. It was in the comments. Well, some guy yeah. did that in this town and it had HIV on it, you know? And then I'm like, Oh, it is a hoax. And then I found, well, it and that just kind of goes to a, a basic <laughs> misunderstanding of how HIV, HIV works. HIV. HIV. I know, but I said it totally wrong. You anyway, did. it's all good. But which goes back to, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. No, but that actually, what, what that goes back to for me is it goes back to people bitch about um, 
sex education in the classroom or in the schools uh-huh. and they don't want it happening this and the other thing but that's how you get misinformation like that well well um, uh, th- that's fine if you don't want your kids attending sex education then you better man up and do it your goddamn self and do it yourself but the problem is most of those people that don't want their kids to get in sex education they didn't get sex, ed- sex education and they're the ones that are like I don't understand how I had him. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I guess I was fucking it out, but how, I, I still don't get it. We only ever did it in the butt. <laughs> and, or, you know, that or, you know, I, he uses the pull-out method. That's effective, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it, and so it's stuff like that that really... I, I heard a joke about that when I was in high school. About that, the pull-out method? Yeah. You know what they call people who use the pull-out method? What? Parents. Yes. <laughs> Very true. So, um, but sorry, I totally no, threw no, no, no. It's not, no, it's not that you threw me off. It, 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 it's infuriating to me, and I try not to get too pissed off about it. But you can't expect society to raise your children. That's on you, you right? You're the person. What, who but did what this. really bothers me is the people who have gotten their way. Society is now raising their children for them. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. socially, we've adapted to where society is raising most people's children. And then they say, no, 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 wait, I'll, don't let them have sex education. I That's just wrong to do that in schools. And then they don't do it either. Yeah. So or, now you've got somebody who's supposedly expecting society to raise their children, but then they won't let them do it either. So now they're just not being raised. Period. Or, or that or the ones that. Soapbox done. Well, no, but that, <laughs> well, those are the ones that or the ones that um, they say that society is evil and. And I'm going to flop back to that Mormon, that story of that Mormon lady from Utah who bought all the shirts from mm-hmm. that company. And I really hate to give this lady any more press, but it proves a valid point of you didn't do anything. We aren't press. Well, well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> Our tens of listeners. I, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She doesn't need a goddamn bit more. Of, I don't. Well, no, but I have to because it goes back and it proves that point. What does that do? You telling me or telling society how that's the if you want to teach your kids that you shouldn't objectify women then fucking teach your kids that you shouldn't objectify women but also let them understand that that other people might and what to do about it exactly because you know what you can't control the populace Without going straight up Hitler style and fear mongering and everything else, you can't control a populace, which is where I get pissed off at both sides of the spectrum when they try to get all black and white. Mm-hmm. You can look at gun control. You can look at um, a woman's rights. You can look at any of these issues and you're going to have the rights that go and freak out about, you know, life is an inception. You're murdering a baby, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to have the other ones that are my body, my choice, et cetera, et cetera. Or the rights, you know, you'll pull, you'll get my guns and you'll pry it from my cold, dead fingers to the ones on the left that are like, you know, well, there's you shouldn't need a gun to protect yourself, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Bring a knife to a gunfight. Tell me how you fare. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that I am this hardcore, I, I'm going to have me some, I'm going to shoot me some fucking blah, 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 and I'm going to, you can just take my gun. No. 
But do I think there's an acceptable use for guns? Yes. Do I think that society as a whole and our country has it fucked up? Yes. Do I think both sides have it fucked up? Oh, fuck yes. Nobody's got it right. And nobody's got the right answer because nobody wants to talk to the other side or there's come no to... Compromises. There's no compromising. It's black and white. And this is... There's no saying, oh, you have a valid point. Let me also make a valid point. Or it's even... It's all just... It's yeah. all just... But it's right because I say it's and, right. And the funniest thing is, is that both sides use the same exact excuses to fight each other. Well, that's just fear-mongering. That's just this. That's just you wanting to only control this. Well, guess what? Both of you guys want to control the other side, and you want to know why you both want to control it? Because both of you see it as the right way to do things. Mm-hmm. The staunch conservatives see their way as correct, and everybody else is wrong. The staunch liberals see the same thing, and neither one of them can see that They've both got it right in some ways and really fucking wrong in others. And if they could mix that up, yes, there is that windscreen blocking your view. You know, camera one, camera two. Oh, Jody's drunk. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're ranting. I'm just. Well, no, but it's. Well, yes, this is kind of what this podcast is for. No, it's for parenting and you're not parenting, you're ranting. Well, no, I am ranting about the fact that if we could all. Just fucking get along. What was that from, like, Rodney Keene? No. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's not up to society to tell me how to parent my child. That's kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it back in, is that you don't get to tell me outside of, if I'm fucking one of my kids, yeah, you better say something. That's just a problem. No, but, I mean, there, there are certain things like that, and I'm sorry if that seems kind of raw or whatever, but it, those are there are certain blatant things like that right. that are just wrong. No matter what you come from, where you come from, those things just don't, that does not jive. So that's fine. I mean, that's okay. But to sit there and say that somebody can't make money off of a shirt that shows a lady with a bare abdomen, because that's the sexiest part of the body. Let me tell you what, those fucking belly buttons, mm-hmm. That's where I want to stick my penis. That's kind of like that girl that put on pasties and put painted on her chest, uh, still not asking for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm like, oh, that's such a point. <laughs> it is, but it's one of the. Still, I mean, it's it's you're not doing anything except proving how much of a closed-minded bigot you are when you're trying to tell somebody else that their way is wrong, but you're not willing to see things from their side, no matter which side of the spectrum you're on. And this is part of the reason why I want to flop into that religion episode at some point because religion is a way, in my mind, in my viewpoint, to give people the out for their black and white viewpoints. Uh You can look at the world from a very black and white perspective if some big sky god who has control to zap you down with a lightning bolt from his fingertips, if he wants to, and can smite you in an instant. I can understand being afraid of that, but what these people are afraid of is going to hell. But but still that that that's a man made thing. And, I know. Well, let's not let's not digress there. But I'm just saying in general, this it gives them an excuse to be what they are. Yeah. Because my sky god tells me that you're wrong and that your sky god is wrong, and that then their gays are evil or then their Muslims are evil or whatever. Therefore, I can hate you, but they're still doing it wrong because if you look at it from that perspective, mm-hmm. it says hate the sin, not the sinner. Figure it the fuck out, folks. But once again, 
we'll, we'll postpone the we'll rest postpone of that. We'll postpone that for, for yes. a while because my first thing is if, if there was actually a threat of somebody lightning bolting me for, for letting somebody be gay in my proximity, I might not let somebody be gay in my proximity. <laughs> I'd but, already be dead now. But yeah. Because you know what? You can't drive down the freeway without somebody <laughs> being a homosexual. But you get what I mean. No, if there was a, actually a threat, I would get thing, it. But it's, it's the not, same thing that happened when John Kerry was running for president. It's the same thing that happened back then. People were boycotting him, it, yeah. among other things, because people were boycotting ketchup <laughs> because he was married to I think it's the Heinz lady, who is the heir to the Heinz ketchup <laughs> multi fortune. So, because that ketchup is now made by somebody who is evil, I can no longer <laughs> buy ketchup. that ketchup because it's evil ketchup. It's but evil guess what? Ketchup. The way our fucking society is structured, you cannot discriminate based on creed, based on religious orientation, based on sexual orientation. <laughs> so, that Dodge pickup truck that's got the eight inch lift and the fucking horns in the back and the horn up front and everything else going on with it and your fucking southern flag on the back, various bits and pieces. I can guarantee you a homosexual touched it at one point, somebody who doesn't believe in God touched it at one point. All these people were involved in that truck, and it's heaven forbid a Muslim. A Muslim, yeah, somebody wearing a dirt, you know, a darker, darker, darker person touched at some point. You can't but the, tell me that. That's that's the point, is that <laughs> all you're teaching your children when you do shit like that is how to hate. And that does not, it doesn't solve anything. I just, you know what? Our kids are so awesome and they don't have any built-in prejudices. But man, oh God, do they point. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's a natural kid. It's natural curiosity oh, and something that's different is okay. And I, I encourage that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, don't point. You know, what are your questions? You know, that. Yeah. Well, why is that lady wearing something over her head, you know, yeah. over her face? Well, because it's part of her religion that she keeps her face covered when she's around men. Why? You know, and they, all the normal why, 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 you know, down the line type of questions. But God, if I could get them to just stop pointing like it's a circus sideshow, that would be awesome. Yeah. Until you've been in Costco and had <laughs> a 500 pound woman walk past you and have your kid go, <laughs> Fatty, as they pointed them. I, I don't want to hear it. You didn't hear them talking about little Harvey. Little Harvey. We were at Costco. Strange coincidence there. And there was a, a little person who looked like my Uncle Harvey. Oh, I'm not sure who to feel worse for. The little person or your Uncle Harvey. <laughs> but they looked like they could have been twins, except that he for was, the he little was, person. Versus so he, he, was, he was a fun size Harvey. Yeah. Oh, God. That sounds so gross. Um... Oh, I don't know. Uh, like At any rate. Well, do you want me to say bite size instead? No. God. You're going to make me throw up. <laughs> what other ways should I refer to your uncle? <laughs> None. No more. But at any rate, we saw him several times throughout the trip Did to Did he Costco. have the same weird eye of the just kind of wandering? I didn't get that close. Uh-huh. Um, but he just kept point. They All all of them, even, even nine-year-old Ezra, who should freaking know better, pointing like, it's little Harvey again. And they kept calling him little Harvey over and over and over again. I'm like, Oh my God. in heaven! Oh, that's fantastic. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Just don't point. Why is he so short? Cause he has a, a genetic anomaly. Dwarfism. Well, why? There's no good reason. Because their his parents were not God fearing individuals. <laughs> and therefore they were You know, smited. I'm not going to say anything like that, <laughs> but it's, I mean, all I wanted to do them to do was just politely, 
and in a normal tone of voice ask me their questions. No. Without there, there pointing. Is, there is no polite normal tone of voice without pointing with children. <coughs> it's, I don't know if we were, I, I think we talked about it on a previous Probably. episode. The, the one-armed warehouseman and Ezra's absolute fascination with him. How can he work in a warehouse if he only has one arm? Dude, shut the fuck up before I backhand you. But he's only got one arm. I can fucking see this. I've got eyeballs. I get that, kid. Come on. I, I understand. And luckily the dude is cool about it. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I digress. Most, I mean, most people who have some kind of... They're used to people being either... Well, they're usually... They're used to kids. Yeah. Because it's an innocence thing. Right. You know, there, there is that... It, it, it's much like that that old adage age old saying goes um like racism or hatred is not born mm-hmm. it's not bred it's taught yeah. you know and it's it's it, it is it's one of those things that a kid doesn't learn how to i or just, i just totally fucked that up a kid isn't born knowing how to hate somebody they learn it yeah a kid isn't born to be bigoted against a color or think that white and, and delightsome is better than charcoal and not so delightsome and, and milk chocolate um th- that's something they're taught and it's something that's taught to them over many years of you know, brainwashing and repetitive nature of you know we you are the chosen one for whatever reason whether yeah. it be you're the chosen race you have the chosen religion you're the chosen whatever. generation you are the the one that should be on the platter and everybody else is is lowly to you, and that's how you start getting just these weird. The David Koresh is all these people that have these problems of how they think that they're. So, you don't your kids aren't born with these problems. You teach it to them, or somebody teaches it to them, and you're not stepping in to say no, that's fucking wrong, or no, that's not correct. Um, and I don't know, and this is gonna be a little bit. I'm just getting behind the scenes here, totally off track. But do you keep like waiting for the monitor to see if a kid wakes up? Little side note here: Our kids are over at our, our my at your sister's house, yeah. and they're they're playing with their cousins. They're right not now. here. Uh, so no, I'm not listening for them on the monitor. I, I keep I keep pausing them every once in a while instinctively to listen to the monitor. To see but if I do keep looking screaming. at the clock, making sure we're not going over our time. Like, yes. <laughs> I keep looking at the clock, going, "Okay, she said till nine. So, uh, well, yeah, okay. we we got time. We're, okay. Uh, so on on so to get off that little yeah, Let, let's just jaunt that we just stop down. that train. We'll stop. Train breaks on. I've ranted about this before. I, I no 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 no. We're I, moving I, from one rant to another. Yes, rant? this oh, is kind God. of a ranty kind of a, a ranty episode. But you know what? It's I need to drink more. Hold on. Please do, because this doesn't make any sense to me, and it's something I'm trying to teach to my kids. And once again, it, it does involve parenting because I am trying to teach this to my children. How does po- posting a picture of your <laughs> ugly motherfucking face and, oh, and okay. no? Hold on. Let me let me let me stop. Because uh, this I'll, is the hold boy. On, hold on. Not everybody is ugly. Not all of them look bad, but there are some people that should not go out in the public without their makeup. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I've been trying to tell people at work all fucking no. week that they could live without makeup, and here you go. Some people need makeup. Oh my god, they're just ugly by nature. I'm. Have you seen Ron Howard's brother, the ugly Howard? So. I'm makeup d- won't fix that. Oh, My uh, point is, makeup doesn't make okay, you so, look any more beautiful. So, so, I'm sorry. There are some people that should just brown paper bag it. Oh, God. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, You're wrong. I, I, I think everybody's beautiful in their own way. And see, the more no, makeup you cake on your on, face, the less beautiful you become. I'm sorry. It's true. The only people who deserve makeup are people who are trying to conceal something in and of themselves that... 
Well, no, I don't believe in it. I think concealing something about yourself is wrong. There's and nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with accentuating. The way I look at makeup is there's nothing wrong with accentuating certain features. There's nothing wrong with feeling good about how you look. Right. But Adding some eyeshadow, making your but, eyelashes but the, a little but bit the longer, ones where curlier. You, the ones where you get the side by side and they look like Ron Howard's brother before they start, and then they look like Beyonce afterwards. And there's a three-hour process to get to that point, and it I'm involves saying, Hollywood-level makeup think artists. I think everybody is beautiful. I agree. More beautiful without there's their a, makeup than with it. I and there's a, re- there's a reason why I said that, because I knew it would throw you off into that tangent and kind of get you to speak your piece about that. I don't like this whole makeup thing, and I really like the whole no makeup thing, but I don't like that the whole no makeup thing is coming from some bullshit thing about being aware of breast cancer, which everybody is very much fucking aware of breast cancer. Thank you very much. I'm very sorry if you've suffered from it as I'm sure you've dealt with that. But it it doesn't give you some permit to be awesome if you survive breast cancer any more than it well, gives you a no. permit to be awesome for, for surviving colon cancer or uh, brain cancer or throat cancer or skin cancer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree a little bit there. I think that it is that you should be able to be feel good about the fact you survived it and that you should maybe even be able to celebrate it or feel awesome or whatever you want to say there. The problem I have, the problem I have is this, and it's something that I'm trying to instill in the kids too, is that it's a pissant way to show support for something. Yeah. It's a pussified way that takes zero fucking effort. Literally, you didn't have to put the fucking makeup on. It took no effort. All you had to do was pick up your phone and push a button of you looking haggard in the morning after you first woke up. Oh, look, my no makeup selfie for breast cancer awareness. Ha <laughs> ha. It literally took zero effort from you to try to quote unquote support the cause. Yeah. If you want to support a cause, if you want to support somebody, if you want to support something, then fucking support them. And this is coming from someone who has walked in breast cancer walks. I haven't. Uh, supports breast cancer nope. research, etc. Okay, sorry. I'm I, saying that I don't think that be having breast cancer makes you any more of a survivor than any other kind of cancer. Yes. I'm saying, okay. no, that makes I'm sense. not saying don't. No, no, no. That, that makes sense. No, that, that, that you clarified it, it makes yeah. a lot more sense. I'm not saying yeah. that you're not a survivor. I am proud of anyone who survives any kind of cancer, but I'm not more proud of you because it was breast cancer. And people who say that, well, maybe they lost a breast, that can really affect your identity as a female. I agree. So can losing a ball if you're a man. Look at Lance Armstrong. He started doping up to win races, and then it was all downhill from there. He was doping long before. Anyway, and that was just, I, remember, I know. <laughs> You're hitting all my favorite hot buttons. That's why I did it, because it's funny to watch you get all zerked. But no, the reason... and it, it, If you think the, the plight of homeless people is awful, and you want to help the homeless people, go volunteer at a soup kitchen. Go find one of the guys in the street and offer to take him to lunch. Go... Do something, something that doesn't involve getting recognition for the fact that you're doing something. And that's what pisses me off mm-hmm. about it. These people are doing this because they... They're doing it because it's the popular thing to do. Well, not because just that, it's the th- You get the ones that are doing it because it's the popular thing to do. You have the other ones that are doing it because <coughs> in doing it, they get you get... Somebody is giving them recognition for how great and awesome they are for doing this thing. It's comment fishing. It's mm-hmm. it's compliment. It's basically fishing. It, it's it's trolling. 
it's internet trolling before the internet was born. Look at me. Look at me without my makeup on. I'm supporting the breast cancer research. Yeah. Oh, you look beautiful. Even look at me. I'm, I'm waddling my fat ass across one of the bridges here in Portland. I'm supporting cancer awareness. I know. Blah, blah, blah. I know your opinions on the breast cancer walks. Our listeners do. don't. So I'll tell them he doesn't like it. He thinks, I don't. He thinks that doing anything in. <laughs> okay, let me let me break down your opinion really quickly. We'll First off, it. any kind of any kind of thing, parade, walk, run, event, bicycle, bridge, walk, anything where you have caused him an inconvenience in any way, shape or form is bad. Yes. Regardless of what the purpose or support or I am not going to disagree with Portland, that. No. Uh, Rose Festival Parade? No. Um, I got pissed Granny, off at the 422-car police funeral for the guy that got shot who was a volunteer deputy. I'm not pissed off at the fact that people wanted to support the fact that it was fucking wrong that he got shot. I'm pissed off at the fact that whoever the fuck coordinated that did it at motherfucking rush hour. And stop people from being able to get home to their kids and interrupted their lives because this guy got shot. That's a horrible fucking situation, but it does not require interrupting the lives of everybody else in this fucking city so that you can parade some dead guy around. It's gross. Have honor for the person. Have respect for that person, but don't use it as a cause to parade and show how supportive you are in something and i'm standing up for this and blah blah blah. look at me and how awesome i am but i was gonna go on to say that you also do not support walks or events that are privately held and even when i've done them myself i've let you do them and i I should say let (laughs) that came out wrong oh oh that's that came out all wrong I have supported the fact that you want yes i have supported the fact that you wanted to go do them i haven't participated i have and i haven't shoved my 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 thoughts or my beliefs onto you and i actually more than a little bit i told you i vented to you and told you what my what i thought i know but i didn't force you to go one way or the other right and i uh you know and of course participating in those meant that i was watching the kids and taking them on solo and i didn't bitch about it or anything the problem i have is is that you're you have these foundations that people work at to work at something, you have to get paid. To get paid, there has to be money coming in from some source. The money that's coming in is supposed to go to fucking figuring out how to kill this goddamn disease, but a chunk of it has to go to this person to get paid so they can run this foundation that puts on these walks that cost money because then you've got to get permits and you've got to have the cities shut down and then you've got taxpayer money going out into these Make it have to make the it cops clear, I also do not agree with anything that that has to for like the bridge pedals and the the all the stuff that where you have to shut down the city to have. But even bit. if you're shutting down PIR, having it, you're still renting the facility. Yeah, you're still taking this money that is coming in, <laughs> and you're shoveling a portion of it over to <coughs> employee cost, maintaining these mm-hmm. other things, and doing this stuff. If you want to donate money to a cause, then just fucking donate the money. And if you're only going to donate the money, if you get to go out and walk and get recognition, then you're a horrible fucking person. You don't actually agree and support any of this stuff. You're just out there like the Kardashians to get your face on something because you need somebody to pat you on the back and tell you how fucking awesome you are. And that's not the reason why you should be supporting these things. And that's what I'm trying to tell, you know, work with my kids on is that if you think cancer is bad, which I do, you do, we all do, it's fucking horrible, then 
support it in a way that makes sure that they're just go to the fucking website or go to whatever, whatever, give them the money period in the statement. Don't require that you get a t-shirt and that you walk in a race with that t-shirt and that you smile for all the cameras from the news crews that are looking at, oh, how awesome these people are because they're supporting it with their T-shirt and their pink hats and their pink ribbons and their this and their that and blah, 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 blah. You're doing it for all the wrong fucking reasons. If you're doing something to be recognized, then at least have the balls to fucking admit it. And it's it's something that I've talked, you know, especially like with Ezra. It's like if you're if you want to be recognized for something, then at least make that known. I did this because I wanted you to see how cool I am. Okay, fine. But if you truly just are passionate about something, then just fucking do it. And it doesn't matter if somebody supports you or not because you know what? That's it's something I'm working on with Ezra because it seems like a lot of the time he does something simply to, to impress to, someone else. Exactly. And that's, and that's why I brought this yeah. up because it's one of those things that we see in him that we don't want to foster. We don't want to... We don't want to encourage that particular behavior we don't want to go that you should only do things when you're going to get recognized by somebody else because for myself for other people like me you people that listen to the show people listen to other shows that we listen to who are of the nerd culture the geek culture it only became quote unquote popular to become be a nerd to be a comic book person to be into these things in the last eight to ten years Prior to that, you were ostracized for it. If you did D&D and you LARPed or you did these other things and you weren't on the, the track team, you weren't playing football, you weren't one of the jocks, you weren't one of the cool kids, it was not okay. You, it wasn't, you shouldn't be doing that. Normal people don't do these things. Mm-hmm. But you, you enjoy football and you enjoy the recognition that it gets you. That's all fine and dandy. Go and do it. I enjoy this, and I enjoy the recognition from my friends that it gets me. How is that any different? Mm-hmm. And as Bobby from Welcome to That Whole Thing and other, and um, previously Corn Fatboy Famous said before, you know, like fantasy football, all these guys get into that. All that is is D&D for jocks. Mm-hmm. It's just stats. It's mm-hmm. stats, and it's XP, it's mm-hmm. ability, it's points. It's all these things you acquire as you go through this journey mm-hmm. to build this awesome team or build this awesome tribe or whatever you do. Yeah. It's all the same shit. But if you solely live your life to get recognition, you are never truly going to be happy as a person. It's something I had to come to terms with because I think everybody has to, at some point realize that they have to, I just don't want my kids to have to take as long as I did to figure it out. Well, somebody, I don't remember what it was. Somebody told me, and I, my memory's gone with the drinks, but they were like, you do for you. You Mm -hmm. do what works for you makes you happy because if you're doing something that you think is going to make you happy by making someone else happy it's it's false it's a false positive Mm -hmm. you're not that's solid fucking advice yeah so you do what's good for you and i mean i think i think ezra's working on it i think he had a lot of other outside influences that have detracted from his ability to move forward with that way of thinking but i especially think that tempe and trent they do for them. They yeah. want to do what they want to do, and they don't care if they get recognition for it. Um, and how I judge this is really strange. You want to know how I judge sure. it? Sure. When they draw a picture. Yeah. If Ezra draws a picture, he, if he's drawing it for you, he'll make it of you and him doing mm-hmm. something, and he'll come to you with it. And if you don't like it, 
he's upset. Well, and I, for the record, I've never not liked something. No, I'm. I mean, if you don't show enough enthusiasm, yes. I guess is what I should say. Yes. Whereas, if Tempe draws a picture and she likes it and she brings it to you, your amount of enthusiasm has no impact on whether she enjoyed herself or no. not, and that means a lot. And I want Ezra to get to the and place I, where... I do too. And unfortunately, there's an external influence, yeah. and uh, X being the key word in that word there, yeah. or the key portion of that word that is a person that bases their self-worth on how other people view them and whether or not they're socially recognized, mm-hmm. they're socially accepted. And so he gets a lot of that input from them that if they're not of this certain stature or they don't have, you know, 422 friends on Facebook because somebody else might have 423 and that would, you know, that's always a competition and there's always ways to be better. Not to mention the fact his older siblings come from a situation where their father has a rating system for them. Oh, you were my number one favorite child, but now you've dropped down to number three and so and so has moved up to you number didn't, one. You didn't make varsity you football team, so you're now number two instead of number exactly. one. And no bullshit. He said stuff like that before. I oh God. And how does that wreck a fucking child, you know? I mean it's so it might seem like a weird tangent, but that's how I view these things. You're not going to, I mean, the, and there are those people who actually go to those, fun- I, I, I know I'm generalizing, and there are those people that go to those functions that do truly just want to support it, and they're going to get their word out however they can see it, but mm-hmm. you, anything that takes money away from that particular cause that you're trying to support is not helpful. Yeah. If you're spending an exorbitant amount of money to rent a facility or to shut down streets or to do whatever and do all these things and to pay all these people to run this foundation, so on and so forth, that's a lot of overhead to have to overcome before the money actually gets to where it's supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things when I, when I want to help a homeless person out, I don't go to a... How's... I don't go to a foundation, you know, I, I've gone down and I've volunteered at shelters before where I'm directly helping them. I've done that kind of work before. I've actually found people on the side of the road who have said they're hungry and said, hey, look, dude, here, I'll walk with you. There's a there's a restaurant just down the road. Let me go buy you lunch. I'll, I'll buy you something to eat. You know, get you a warm meal. Your dog needs something. I'll get him some treats from the store, whatever. Let's do this. And there are those who accept it. And there are those who tell me to fuck off. And the part of the reason why I do that is because I want the ones who are telling me to fuck off who only want the money for drug money mm-hmm. to not get it. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure my money goes where it's actually being beneficial and where it's actually helping somebody who truly wants to help, mm-hmm. not somebody mm-hmm. who is just trying to milk the system or think that they got they got gypped and therefore they need to, you know, the, somebody owes them something for being born. Yeah. So, to now to to move out of our dark portion of this episode, you were cackling pretty hard at the beginning before we no, even started recording. No, I have something else we have to talk sure, about. Sure, what's up? Go. Trent's turd in the bathtub. Oh my god, that kid! <laughs> last <laughs> night, last night. Well, first off, let me go back to this. We mentioned it last week. I've I've got potty humor mentality of a two year old. Farts make me laugh. And my kids know that. 
so transcribe <laughs> after and he's farted he farted once and i gave farted him once and I, justin and i both laughed because it was funny because it was so obvious he was trying to make daddy well, laugh that, that first one wasn't it was oh, an accident okay. the first one was an accident he farted it made bubbles i'm like dude he made bubbles and I, I laughed at it and then the veins started popping out in his forehead and he was grunting and he farted some more. And, and then, then you're like, don't poop in the bathtub. And, and he's then, like, no poop. No farts. poop. Farts. And then he goes to fart, you know, and he did it like four or five more times. And then. And then I leave. And then all of a sudden I hear this. No, don't, don't, don't. Well, the, the, the funny thing was he all of a sudden, the look on his face <laughs> was priceless. Because it went from <laughs> that determination look of, and anybody who has been sick and thought they had a fart. <laughs> just to figure out that it went into you know solid mode that it, it had a little it had a little more punch behind it than they originally anticipated and they've soiled themselves you know the look you get in your face when that happens that was the look on his face as it went from he's smiling and smirking at the fact that he was gonna fart in the tub to oh my god i just shit myself and then he stood straight up and looks and goes poop poop in the tub and i'm like yes there's poop in the tub oh my god so yeah, he did. Uh, he dropped. He dropped a duke in the tub last night, and uh, and for me, it was a it was a god awful flashback to my childhood because I was like Tempe's age, and my mom had me. It was one of those communal bath things that you do with kids when they're younger, yeah. and this kid. I don't know what his problem was. I think I talked to him about it before in a previous episode where he was the one that was had shat out his pants and was chasing the kids around the neighborhood with a handful of poop, and his yeah. Anyways, so. We're in this communal bathtub, and he drops a, a, a log on the tub, and it was like, you know, all of a sudden the, the Hershey submarine came floating <laughs> by. I'm like, ah! And I flipped the fuck out and jumped out of the tub and was screaming, and my mom comes running trying to figure out what's going on. And then she realizes that the kid, you know, duked in the tub, and it's just gross. I agree, you, you but... You duke in the toilet. You don't duke in the tub. The, the just, just blood-curdling the, scream. <laughs> Honey! <laughs> yes, I kind of bitched out. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I was trying to figure out how to. I I needed to get him cleaned up, uh-huh. but I also needed to get the poop cleaned up. Yeah. But I, you know, it yeah. was just one of those where your brain just kind of short circuits for a moment <laughs> and nothing's processing, and so it's time to get a fresh set of eyes in the situation <laughs> to help you out because you're sure as fuck not getting anywhere with it. So. so yes, I was looking at some rather hilarious. Uh, it's one of those stupid just, just list pull up, things. Pull up the list thing and let's go through it. Okay. There, it's improperly used quotation marks on yes. signage. Some of them are not funny and I will not not read them because they're not funny. But the first one is Friends Restaurant and it's a big, nice billboard and then underneath... Well, so let, let's kind of explain what? a little bit more there. So basically you take a normal sign and then you put quotations on one of the phrases or the words in the sign to it totally, totally change changes the, the meaning. meaning. And it would be funny if somebody went back and did this to make it funny, but these are actual, like, actual... Like misprinted signs. Misprinted. In, the person who made the sign used improper punctuation that made it much more suspicious than originally intended. Did that m- make sense? Yes. Okay, so Friends Restaurant has a banner underneath that says, we have crabs. That, that give you mm-hmm. a little taste of what's, yeah. what's going on here. So there's, there, like I said, some of them are not very funny. Um, uh, but my favorite one, and it still makes me chuckle. It's a it's a meat department in a grocery store, and has a little sign with a bell, and it says "Ring bell for meat service." <laughs> I know somebody's gonna be ringing my bell later. 
Um, Did somebody order sausage pizza? There's one that's over a door and it says, not an entrance. Trust us. <laughs> uh, if you- <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just reminded me of a conversation I had some with somebody. With, with me, right? When we no, started dating. <laughs> no, there, there was that. But no, this has happened a couple of weeks ago where they had, were talking about a previous relationship or somebody they were with and um, accidental mm-hmm. anal sex. And I'm like, that's no accident. I mean, <laughs> you don't... I, it's very hard to, to to find a way where I actually slam this into your asshole. My bad. You know, I mean. Yeah, but I think that that gets, that gets blamed on accident a lot. I'm sure. Well, yeah, probably so. You don't get donkey punched when you, you know. If somebody slams up my asshole, I'll be pretty fucking pissed too without any warning. Even with warning, I'd be like, no, fuck you. That's a, that's a good lead into this one. It says, if you are pregnant, please inform the technician. <laughs> um let me see um okay this is a good one but it's kind of a visual so let me describe the situation you have a fence yes with a hole white in it. picket fence no 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 like a lot glory hole no no, no no you have a tall wooden fence about midway up is a hole with a pvc pipe like inch like inch pvc pipe no three like, quarter, like half inch like four inch four three, inch. three to four so we got the magnum of uh, PVC pipes here. And then above that, there's a sign on a piece of cardboard written in Sharpie with poor penmanship. Seems legit. And it says, cans. And then an arrow. <laughs> Insert penis here. <laughs> um, here's another good one. Let's see. Uh, I like this one. It's to- uh, this is a sign in front of a business that says, "This is America." When ordering, please speak English. <laughs> it would have been better if it said "Speak American." It's my favorite. Um, <laughs> the carpet store, particularly nice. Uh, professional massage <laughs> this way. <laughs> Sexy artificial trees. What is a sexy artificial tree? Sexy artificial tree. I, you know, honestly, you've you've stumped me on that one. I don't think I've ever seen a sexy artificial tree. Uh, unless it's like your nickname for a dildo or something like that. I mean, I don't think these are particularly tree-like. Have you ever seen the King Dong? Yes. The thing's like the size of my fucking forearm. I know, but it's got no branches or leaves or. No, but the veins on it could, you know, I mean, that thing was scary looking. If you want it on a stick, we will do it if we can. (laughs) This is a pre-printed, like, promotional sign, and it says, beer, now available. But it just says beer in quotation marks. Like, it could be beer, it could be water with piss in it, but it's available now. Nice. Um. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. This one is weird, not because of the sign. <laughs> this one has a really ugly gentleman sitting at a laptop, mm-hmm. and then a really, really ugly old gentleman standing next to a chair called the Pleasure Throne. And it says, "You are limited only by your 
imagination. And at first I thought it was some kind of massage chair or something. But if you look closely in the picture, there is a dildo sticking up out of the hole of the So chair. it's the ghetto version of the Sibian. It's, I mean, it's got to be. Only not... I, I mean, it's... I, I, I have no words. But the two people in the picture make me want to cry. <laughs> like, like, that looks like every, every bad thing that's ever happened right there. Right there in that picture. Yikes. Um, let's see. Well, let's let's choose one more, and then we're going to need to wrap the episode no, in no, order. Yeah, well, in no. order in order for time, if we're going to make it over to pick up our kids on time, like we're supposed yeah. to. So, little parenting pl- tip there: don't be late when somebody else is watching your kids. <laughs> and I never want to watch them again. Uh, yeah, there's no I, there's no more good ones. Though. Okay, well, we need the creative cussing word of the week. Oh god. So let's get that going, and then. I think we hit all the notes we needed to hit today. So we're, Probably. Um, and you know what? We we made up for the time we lost last week. So we've gone over a little bit this week compared Sorry. to what we normally do. So it's all good. I drank. <laughs> yes. And we get rambly sometimes when we do that. But Jody is currently looking up the creative custom word of the week. Oh, oh listen, all that flipping and flopping over there. The flopping. There's no good ones. Hold on. I got to find a good one. Ooh. The stress is killing us, babe. It is. It is. It's killing me. I'm the one Bastard beater. Bastard beater. I like that one. Grease beater. Grease beater. Nah. Uh, You got to choose one. No. Just one. Slop. Slop's a good start. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Go for it. Oh, you you lost it. I can't say it. Say it. No. Come on. You say it. I didn't see what it was. Slop humper. Slop humper. That's it. That's there we the go. One. So the creative cuss word of the week is slop humper. All right. Well, I am yelling that to the next asshole that flashes their brights on me at Cornelius Pass. Yes, it's you. That person, I'm going to kill you. Okay. That was a nice little tangent there. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank you again for listening to episode 12 of the Bad Parenting Podcast. Um, w- once again, we can be found online at www.badparentingpodcast.com. You can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. We encourage this because if you have a show topic or a question or something about anything parenting related you'd like us to discuss in the show, we're open to the input. So as Johnny Five would say, input, more input. We need it. You know, let us know. How you think we're doing here? Uh, we can be found on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash badparentpodcast. We're on Twitter at badparentpcast. Of course, we are available on all your normal uh, podcast aggregators, including iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Um, you can subscribe to us there. Please leave us a review. Rate us. Let us know how you think we're doing. If we're doing great, cool. If you think we should suck, let us know either way. And particularly, I would like somebody, anybody, please post something on Facebook that says you're watching or listening or do something. something. <laughs> do something that shows us that you that you care. Show us that you care. Uh, uh, also, if you'd rather leave a voicemail about your particular topic or you have a question that you think would be better served by a voicemail. And I think uh, in honor of other people who have done this before, I'd like to open it up to people to have specific questions like they'd want us to answer, yeah. like what we've done. The, the, you, like, you can you, The voicemail line, you can uh, anything you want to talk about, whether you think we had a, a funny part in the show and it made you think about something, or if you have a question about that you think you would want us to talk about as as far as parenting I is concerned. I still want to talk about potty training more. Cause yes, we'll need to do an entire episode on potty training because obviously poop in the tub, we're failing a little bit there. <laughs> um, 
So, but you can call us there at 503-609-0375. You can also send a text message to that if you'd rather text than, um, than actually, you know, put in the effort to leave us a voicemail. But hey, you know what? Let us know you're out there. Let us know you're listening and, and just leave us a review or send us some feedback or just in some way, shape or form, let us know that you are out there and you are alive and that we're not, you're not all just figments of our imaginations. So you looked like you had something you want to say there real quick. So go for it. No, let it out. No, I nothing. It, I'm. You had like this moment of aha, and then you lost it. I did. Okay, I'm cool. done. Totally trashed off two beers. Uh, well, they're, they're <laughs> strawberries. Inspiration of that came from uh, the Geek Show and the Limeritas with, uh, oh with uh, uh, Jay Whitaker. So this is the most clear, calm, cool-headed drunk I've ever been in my life, and I love it. All right, so once again, we are going to go ahead and say that uh, <coughs> we want to thank you for listening to our show. Thank you. And just do your best to try not to be shitty parents. Please do. Peace out.
It's all done now. Tear coast.